Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com. I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. We are back. Welcome back. Hope you had a good weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. We have so much to catch you up on from the weekend, but Brett Eldridge is already in the green room. He's coming in in the next 10 minutes. We love when Brett stops by. Someone on the show wants to ask him an awkward question. We'll get to that. But since Brett is here early, let's go ahead and get started with the mailbag right now. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been with my fiance for over three years. Both he and I have 14-year-old daughters. His daughter has been posting a lot of bikini pictures on Instagram. I am extremely uncomfortable with this, and I think she should remove these pictures from her account. Her mother, my fiance's ex-wife, and himself find it to be perfectly acceptable and have no intention of having her remove the pictures. I think this is not only inappropriate, but also a safety issue. This is starting to negatively impact our relationship. We are in the middle of building a house together, and the wedding is next month, but has become such a contentious issue between us that we are considering calling everything off. Oh. My fiance is starting to make me question myself. Am I crazy to feel this way? Signed, future stepmom. You're not crazy to feel that way, but as we've often said, not your chili, not your beans. Yeah. That's really not what we it's said. Like, no, it's it. close, Lunchbox though. Lunchbox says, like, don't stir, stir your chili. No, if it's not your chili, no need to stir it. There you go. That's it. Yeah, we, uh, we don't really have that down. No. But it's she has a mom. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, Because it, it's not her kid, right? It's not right. your side of the street. Yeah, 
Your sidewalk, get off of. That, I don't know, that doesn't work. I, well, listen, my therapist always tries to tell me to focus on my side of the street. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, her side of the street would be her 14-year-old daughter. And yes, she's marrying into this, but there already is a mom and a dad that's handling that, and they're both okay with it. And so if she just focuses on her side of the street, then she can kind of let go of that. She doesn't need to carry around this burden, not her responsibility. And yeah, I'm with her. Like it would make me uncomfortable and I'd be worried about safety and I wouldn't like it. you're not crazy to feel that way. You're not crazy to feel that way. But it's also, you need to remind yourself your side of the street and then you let go of those thoughts and then they'll no longer dominate your day. And I mean, at this point, it's potentially ruining your relationship. So then I would take a look at like all the other things. Like, is this some, you know, you don't want it to be ruined over this. And if you go, in your mind, I just want to stomp out a few arguments that she could have. Well, this is my stepdaughter now, and she's in our house a lot. Okay, that that is accurate. But if you were to go, okay, if I'm her stepmom, this is the percentage of time she's with me, and I'm. But that's her real mom. She actually has more shares in the business than you do. Yeah, her mom that's still in her life. So she gets to. Con- she's controlling. Only put meat in the chili if you got enough mix. Okay. Okay. No, I don't work either. Huh? Yeah. You know, you want a positive spin to this is that she's going through this now before they actually get married, so she can actually figure all this out before they tie the knot. But you're not going to be really bad. Yeah, you're going to not get married because of it. <laughs> there you go. That's what good. I was thinking, like you're not, you're going to not get married because of this. If they don't get married because of this, this is on her. Well, yeah, and I would say the issue is bigger than just this, and it's on her. Yeah. You cannot agree with it. You can feel like it's a really bad decision. You can be so against it, but there's a point where you have to decide, am I going to let my feelings on this? Again, that I don't have majority ownership, majority shares. Am I going to let something have minority ruin the majority of my life? Well, because they could potentially, even though they have 14-year-olds, I don't know their age or what their plans are for more kids, but they could potentially have a baby together and then have this issue down the line. But that's a down different the line, conversation. And that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I it's, know. A, it's a full, that conversation, that's her kid. She has right. majority share. That's right. their chili. They made that together. Absolutely. Right. In their own bowl. Correct. Right. That they got from that's Walmart. My point. But I don't know if she's planning on that, one. then it is something to take into consideration before uh, you get married. But it, I don't, I don't, unless the dad is the one fighting for it, it's the mom. You got to let the mom make the decision there. Uh, bail out of this one. Not your fight. You don't have to agree with it, but you got to get out of it. Um, hate to be the one to not agree with you since you do listen to our show. Yeah. But uh, have some chili. Have a good day. All right. <laughs> that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brett Eldridge. Congratulations on the new song. Thank you. You know what's interesting about this song is, and here's a clip of Brett's new song, Songs About You. I'm just trying to get through. These songs about you. What I like about this and what I like about this kind of song is it's a sad song, but it's got a little beat on it. So sometimes you're just like grooving and you're like, I feel so good. And then you listen, you're like, no, that was sad. And it's kind of confusing, but in an awesome way. That's that's some of my favorite kind of stuff is is little double meanings, you know. When you write this and it is a sad song, what's the song about? Because you did write it. What's the song about? Basically, you're going through life. You think you're over somebody and then... Years later or weeks later, months later, whatever, you hear the song as you're walking by a bar in Chicago or wherever, takes you right back to that person. You're not so much over them as much as you thought you were. And you just now all of a sudden you're trying to get through these songs about you. Every song is about you that that I hear. 
So whenever you write this or you have the idea for it, do you imagine it as a ballad, a slow song at first? Uh, I had the, honestly, I had the groove. I had the groove. I'm just trying to get through these songs about you. I had that and like uh, the feel um, beforehand. And then I, so I had like a feel good thing about it. And then I, I went in with Jesse Joe Dillon and, and uh, Ben West and we, we kind of dug through how to do it and, and it just felt like it had to put that angle on it was was the way to go. Do you and your phone have just a weird clip of you going, nah, do, da, oh, yeah. ba, da, do. oh, yeah. So you keep those. Yes. Do you? I'm well, sitting in the bathtub. Actually, yeah, well, that come to you randomly. And just, you just have a part of it, and so you don't want to lose it, so you record it right then. Yes. Okay, can I play one of mine? Yeah, I would love to I did that it. at like 3 this morning. This is called, <laughs> um, and I recorded it, and I don't know if it's going to be anything. It's 3 a.m. And I do it. Yeah. yeah, maybe earlier. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I got this. Probably going to win a Grammy, if I can be honest with you. I can't wait to hear this. So this one's called uh, Gas Station Breakfast. <laughs> and again, I'm just doing that. Three, these are your 3 a.m. thoughts. I like this. I'm just going, nah. Here we go. This, this is me. You think Brad's got good music. Wait for this. Okay. I'm having a gas station breakfast. <laughs> Pork rinds and sweet tea. Oh. Having a gas station breakfast. The hairy guy in the 18 wheeler over there just winked at me. <laughs> so, so it just keeps going. I don't even have words to some of it. I'm like, but, so I feel like we'll sit down and I'll go, okay, here's this thing. It came to me in the middle of the night. Now, yours uh, is real. Yeah. I do, I but is it the. Simil- I could probably find mine, but I, I would want to listen to it before I played it on here. <laughs> it's like a like song. <laughs> So, oh, I don't play that. Yeah. Usually I save it. Like, I think I had the verse. Um, yeah, okay. So I just searched the title. Because then in, in mine, I'm also going, Man, busy. I'm not even saying words. I'm just trying to keep a little melody. So when we write the, the, the song, here we go. So that's the verse. That's awesome. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah, so that's that, awesome. So that's like first thing in the morning, so you can't judge the vocals too much. But oh, because like, we were. Yeah. I knew you were. I saw <laughs> yeah. you over there. I was just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Now a little more of gas station breakfast. Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> See? Just same. We're the same. We're the same. That's going to be a massive yeah. someday. Did you say the line about the, somebody in the 18-wheeler winked at me? The trucker in the 18-wheeler just winked at me. Harry. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because yeah, he saw you eating the taquito or whatever. And like, I don't know what like, his motivation was, but I'm not up for it. That. That's all I know. <laughs> what his motivation In gas station breakfast. So, you know, yeah. I don't know which one will be a number one first, yours or mine, but Whoa. that's not a bet I'm willing to take. That's, that's <laughs> a- <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. You got to take a closer look at The General Insurance. Get quality coverage at prices that you can afford with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com for more. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agent Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brett Eldridge. I wonder, you know, we played songs about you a second ago, and some of my favorite music of yours is uh, the emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you need to be currently in that emotional place to write a great emotional song? I think in some forms. It might not, like, if I might not be going through a heartbreak or something, like when I'm writing songs about you, you kind of heard the story of, where it came from, but... By the way, for listeners I'm, just tuning in, not a song about me. 
Yeah, yeah. They may have heard a song I mean, about not, you. No, yeah, the song you. is called Songs about, about You. Yes. You listening. But no, I mean, I've had to, I think I've had to be there. But like if, if the so I've had to experience it. Otherwise, I, I feel like I'm not telling it. But and then when I'm writing a love song, I might not have necessarily been like deep in love before, but I know what I imagine I want. And that's, you know, I think like in a, in a movie, in a movie way of how I would imagine how it would work for me. You know, did you just say that you've never been in love before? I think that's what you just said. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably say that. I mean, I've been in love in different ways in my life, you know, but like deep love. I don't know. I don't know. If the, I don't. To, you know, uh, full transparency here. I had never either at all until I met Caitlin. Yeah. So I think we're both playing the game a little later than most yeah. folks. But I think it's really special to that person if, yeah. you know, if you, whenever you do meet whomever it is. You're like I had never been in love before until you. Yeah, I actually think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you tr- do you value that, or are you like I don't want to do that it until that's like the real one? I, v- I value that in a big way, and I honestly I feel it coming around. I'm open to it. I used to not even be open to it. I just you know I'd be out in the road. I'd be traveling all the time, and that would be my life. You know that was all my love. Now I'm open to the right thing coming around. So it's gonna happen. Abby, I want to put you on the air for a second with Brett. Abby is our phone screener, and she had a question about you. So go ahead, Abby, meet Brett if hey, you haven't Brett. met him. Oh, we've met. Okay. How you doing, Abby? <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. How was that weird? I mean, oh, I, we've met. Oh. We've met. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Sorry. It, he okay. walks by me when he goes in the studio. Yes, okay. exactly. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, okay, I'm wondering this. Like, how... Are you single? Because I feel like you have everything a girl could want. What? Oh, <laughs> like, like what? Talk, talk, talk like about you're it. funny, you're tall, um, you're talented, you love God, your oh. family, your dog. I mean, like, isn't that everything a girl wants? <laughs> oh man! Well, thank are, is, you for like, are you that. too picky or like? I'm, I'm just picky, genuine. but I, I uh, honestly, I I think I always like I was just kind of saying I always um, put love off to the side or anything, and was just you know. Uh, focusing on music and, and doing all of that, and I've really took a focus in the last few years to to uh, to focus on my per- personal life too. Other than there's a lot more than just music and playing music, and and uh, so um, I guess I am picky, but for the right reasons, I guess I want to I want to find the right thing, and and uh, I really feel like it's 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 coming in here pretty soon. So I'm I'm very open to it. He yet? said multiple times that he yeah. feels it coming know. soon. Like, he's he's, yeah. yeah, are you manifesting Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, you're putting it out. But, it, but the there's not something that you're just hiding. Right. No, no. Okay. No, no. Okay. And would it? I can respect it, that if so. Is it fair to say that maybe in the last couple years or so you've been like getting to know yourself more, Absolutely. so that way you can show up yeah. as the right person? Let 100%. me paint this on you. You're a <laughs> okay. pretty cerebral guy. Yeah. I just picture you though as like a guy who drives. I'm not a guy that likes to go for a drive. I, yeah, I, I do. Like, what do you get from that? Reflection. Really? Yeah, I really do. I, I like, and hiking is a big thing for me, so I'll go on long hikes, and I'll just, uh, I used to listen to podcasts all the time on hikes. Now I just listen to the birds. and, and uh, That's forest bathing. Oh, my goodness. What is happening forest right now? Forest bathing? Yes. You're, you're you being... don't listen to anything? You have to, nature? Yeah. I listen to nature. Yeah. Nature. Lunchbox yeah. runs and only listens to nature on a run. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Oh, you li- wow. That's what you need. I mean, that's what makes you feel free. If you're still with the technology in your ears, you're not getting away. I don't need what? to get away. I'm good. I'm getting <laughs> exercise. Uh, Brett Eldridge is here. You're going to Europe. You say you're going to Portugal, then do a bunch of shows over there. Do yeah. they like you there? 
or is it a different kind of like? Like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, it's so I start in the UK, then I go to Germany, and then I go to Amsterdam. Um, it's so, it's so fascinating, and honestly, it's like it's like starting your career in another. You know, it's starting over in some ways. It's 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 making new fans in a new way. So it's really exciting. It reminds me of like my first tour here in clubs and that excitement and everybody's singing every word to number seven on the album that over there they listen to every rec every song it's pretty cool do you feel like that's a bit like humbling in a good way when you go do that it kind of rechecks you that you're a normal dude 100 percent. because here you're playing arenas and then you're walking outside the venue like no big deal and uh walking around town and just seeing all these new cultures and new things. I, I love it so much. It's like we want to leave the studio every day. Absolutely. <laughs> just walk right out. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody gives a crap <laughs> except for right right here. Have you ever on the show, uh, I was talking about I ran into somebody that I feel like is famous. He's a football coach from Arkansas, yeah. and he didn't know who it was. Have you ever run into anybody famous just randomly in real life? And been like, hey, what's happening? And you're confused. You're like, should I say I'm Brett Aldridge in case oh, they yeah. know I'm – has that ever happened to you where you feel like it's awkward? Do I just say, hey, I'm a fan or do I say I'm Brett Eldridge so they don't think it's weird? I met Jim Nance the other day. The and, commentator. Uh, yeah. And I'm really – I just love – I like people with like a really cool voice and and uh, obviously he's a legend for – and I, I was like, I don't – he acts like you know, like you know, he like loves music and he knows who I am. I have no idea, but did you, know, you say hi? What did you say? How did you introduce yourself to Jim? Somebody, I, somebody introduced me that was with him, and uh, so I did. I just said hello, but uh, I was like, I don't know if he knows or not. But I, I just, <laughs> I just think he's cool. <laughs> uh, Brett Eldridge is here. I got a picture. Look at this guy right here. Oh, that's this is Brett. <laughs> look at that. Oh, wow. Hey, Abby, take a look at that's this and see if you still want to say what's up. That's high school. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh... I posted that. I think. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. A while ago. But uh, the, hey, look, look at the frosted I mean, tip. but how old are you now? I mean, versus uh, that's yeah, what? That, that's twenty. This is years like six ago. months ago, at least, right? Twenty years. <laughs> frosted <laughs> frosted tips. Yeah, you gotta get frosted and your tips. collars up. Oh yeah, you're wearing your collar. Did pop you ever collar. double pop? I never single popped. You never even single pop. No. What's a double pop? Two colors. You wear two shirts. Oh, man. Yeah, you, d you double the layers. What kind of kid were you in high school? I was kind of like, I was I was in the middle, so I was I was hanging out with the nerds and the popular kids. I was like, I'd, I'd do it all. I feel, still, like that's like a, that. I feel like that's like still a nerd. really attractive woman going, I was a tomboy. I feel like that's what you just, that's what people just say. Like, I I, you know, I was good clown. for everybody. I was, I was okay, around. let's get down into it. You were a little bit of a class, class clown. clown. I would... I was never like a troublemaker. I would be friend like I loved all the teachers, and they would hold me in detention, and I would goof off in class. But we would, and when I was in detention, we would just tell jokes and have fun, and I would roam the halls for a really long time. Were you the singing guy? Oh yeah, you were. So even in high school, you were the singing guy. Yeah. Where would you sing in high school though, where your your peers in school could see you? Um, musicals. Uh, Do you like, do any big ones that we know? Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. That, is that oh, pull your mic up just a little? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is yep. that, um, uh, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, yeah. Do you do that? There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye. And it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Oh, what a beautiful... <laughs> oh, you don't laugh. It's the best part of the whole song. Come on, give us that one. Give us that oh, one. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I got a beautiful feeling. 
Everything's going my way. Oh, what a beautiful day. And now? Had some pork rinds and <laughs> Same thing. I'm having a gas station. Wreckman. Right <laughs> yeah. Oh, it won't turn off. It won't turn off. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I haven't sang that song in a minute. Yeah, that's so, a good one. That's an take awesome me, one. Take me back to the old. You did that. You were that guy. Uh, oh, Curly. Curly. His name. That's so cool. I did that. I did. Uh, uh, what else did we do? Uh, were you the oh, guy? Oh, I was a grease. Yeah, I, mean, I was too. Did you? Were you Danny Zuko? Yeah. Yeah, so was I. Really? Yeah, I don't want to blow you out of the water, but I, I had frosted tips. That's Danny Zuko because I was like, that doesn't work. I know it didn't, yeah. but I was like, oh, it looked didn't look right. It looked really stupid. Did you know, do? I, Stranded at the drive-in. Oh yeah, yeah. Branded oh, a fool. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember those lines. What will they say Monday at school? I'm all alone. No, not the right song. Don't, no. don't, 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 don't take my shine. Sandy, can't you see I'm in misery? Know that? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't sing. know this? I must have sang that. Oh man. Okay, do your part now. Fine. Okay, sing it. Sing it. I don't even remember. Okay. I don't remember any of exactly. it. I just remember there, there's a ring where there's a, there's a scene where um, she she you give her, her your high school ring, and then uh, my dad let me borrow his wedding ring. Uh, in that scene, and the girl that was playing Sandy throws it at me. Well, it got, they lost my dad's wedding ring. It somehow oh. disappeared, and they could not find it for <laughs> oh, no. a real. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. It's a real... But he ended up, you, you did find yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. So if you do theater and musicals, like um, Jennifer Nettles is in. Righteous gemstones, gemstones. Yeah. and oh, like yeah, I'm watching so her that. do that and perform and act, and she was did theater. So like, have you ever thought about pursuing acting? Acting? Yeah, I would do that. Would you do uh, like Broadway show if they came and said, "Hey, we're doing Oklahoma again"? Yeah, I mean, I think I would do it for like a, like a like a short run, like a six six month run or something. I could live in New York. Well, that's a long. <gasps> that's a long run. That would six be awesome. months. Yeah. 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 I would do that. Yeah. Sandy, can't <laughs> you see? I'm in Missouri. God, I don't remember that one. It's, I think it's probably maybe do you think he can't catch it because of the, the pitch you're getting? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm nailing it. Okay, okay. Okay, look. The song is Songs About You. I feel like we just had like an eight-mile moment where we battled and I won, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. That, oh, was, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a good battle. And it is what it is, and I'll be one to know. Uh, good to see you. You watching the Cubs. Yes, and we're doing pretty good. Doing pr- much better than I think yes. people expected. It's a good yeah, start. that's it. Brett Eldridge, follow him at Brett Eldridge, and check out the new music. The album comes out in June. Thanks, Brett. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's Thirty Second Skinny. Congratulations to Runaway June's Jennifer Wayne. She and her husband welcomed their baby girl, Lily Maria Moody, on April 18th. She shared some photos on Instagram that you can see at bobbybones.com. Reba McIntyre is releasing a lifestyle book that will feature stories from her career, food and cocktail recipes, and lifestyle tips. Each chapter will be centered around her hit songs. The book is set to release in fall of 2023. Thomas Rhett teamed up with Chaco's Sandals for a collaboration. The line will drop on April 28th. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. In North Carolina, a bear cub was stranded in a tree with its paw stuck between the trunk and the branch. Upon hearing the bear, a charity group called Help Asheville Bears 
sprung into action. They launched a mission to go and actually free the bear. The rescue team arrived quickly. One member on the team was tasked with climbing the tree, which, that's tough. It's hard. And I understand, but to climb a tree when there's a wild animal stuck, that is dangerous. He was able to take the branches and, like, pull them apart, freed the bear's paw, there was no bleeding, no damage. Put the cub back onto the tree and it climbed down itself. I also am waiting for that mama bear to show, show up. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that. So thanks to this group and thanks to Ryan, who they're describing as a superhero tree climber, the cub bear reunited with his mom, who luckily stayed out of sight while the rescue was taking place. But they they literally climbed the tree to save the animal, which is pretty amazing. Shout out Ryan Luckadoo. Shout out to this group. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Got to save money, especially if you're, you know, you're selling stuff. You got a little business. It is so important to save that money. If you have a small business, inflation is not helping. So let's stay profitable. I want to help you here. If you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. Here at the Bobby Bone Show, we love stamps.com. We like simple. We like easy. That's why we use stamps.com to send out prizes, to send out our mail. It couldn't be easier and it's saving money. Now, stamps.com is amazing because, again, you get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. Stamps.com, what do you have? Etsy shop, eBay, we got a whole warehouse. Great. Start mailing and shipping with stamps.com and keep more money in your pocket every single day. Sign up with the promo code BONES for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code BONES. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a total Eddie segment because he's the one that brought up Lunchbox doing his taxes. And Lunchbox claims to be a tax expert, right, Eddie? Oh, yeah, every year he says he's made so much money from his tax returns. So what did you want to do here? So I thought, like, all right, since he's such a tax expert, let's ask questions. Yeah, let's use an expert. Exactly. How often do we have an expert in our midst that we can just ask questions to for free? This is great. He's sitting right here, he's guys. right here at, at our disposal. All right, guys. Everybody have a tax question for the oh, tax yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, love it. Eddie, your idea, you go first. Okay, easy. So, Lunchbox, sometimes I do some work on the side, and they pay me through Venmo. Now, I'm wondering, do I need to declare that income that's on Venmo? What is Venmo? I don't even know. How do I even get that information to my tax person? No, I, w- I wouldn't claim that on your taxes. <laughs> and what you need to do on Venmo, though, make sure that you just have them put for like, when they had to put a comment, put pizza or something like they're paying you back for the pizza that you bought them. Don't put for like, oh, gambling. That sounds like a way you're cheating. No, no, no. This is just to make sure you're solid. But yeah, when you get paid on Venmo, it's absolutely okay. You don't have to write that off. By the way, I don't know that that's true or false. (laughs) No, you don't have to write that on your taxes, man. What we should do is after we finish this segment, let's send it off to somebody who knows. A real tax person. And then have them give us a review of this. Because this is Lunchbox just saying what he... By the way, don't listen to this. This is not an expert. Also, except al- he is. Also, does. Eddie, if you're getting paid more than like six hundred dollars, I believe Venmo made it where oh they're going to start monitoring that. So make sure they pay you in three installments, like say four hundred, oh, wow. four hundred, four hundred. So then it's like Wait, oh it's that, just but that's twelve hundred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up from the same person. no, but it but, not if it's a pizza symbol on it. Right, pizza oh, symbol or that. birthday cake yeah. or something like that. Wow. Okay, well, thank you, Lunchbox. Thanks, man. Uh, Amy, Lunchbox, who claims to be a tax expert, is here. Yeah. Lunchbox, can I write off my lunch if I'm eating it at work? 100%. You get to pay right off your meals that you eat at work. 
That's a work meal, and you can write it off. You can write your gas off to work, to and from work. Any work event, yes, you write that off. Okay, don't listen to him. I don't know if that's true or not. No, I'm you can't. Yeah. No, I know you absolutely you can. can. No, there's no way. Just because if I'm at work and I order Chipotle, I order Sonic, Chipotle, whatever, I can't have it deducted. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Okay, I'm not. You two arguing? Are you just, a tax expert or am I? It's just like, white do, do you go? Do you go to your son's teacher and argue with them over the you know social okay. studies question? How much money no. do you think you've made on your tax return in the last five years combined? Oh, around close to fifty thousand. All right. Wow. I mean, you much, how much you made, Amy? See, exactly. I know what I'm doing. You don't. Lost Fox, what does W-2 stand for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was going to make something up. He had nothing. W-2 is work income. Work two. Uh, World Wide Web. Work twice. Work, work twice. twice. Yeah. Uh, withholding document. Which one? Commit to one. It's withholding something, but I don't know what the two means. Okay. What's, yep. a, what's a 1099? A 1099 is when you do work outside and no one takes taxes out. They send you a 1099 so you know what taxes you didn't pay. That's actually right. Wow. Contractor. And we'll have somebody fact check this segment. Thank you. That's Boom. Actually, that's actually right. No, I if, know I'm right because I'm a tax expert. Can I deduct golf if I go play golf and talk business while I'm playing golf? Good 100% question. yes, you can. Absolutely. It's sort of like a business lunch. You can do that. If you fly somewhere and you talk business on the airplane, guess what? Write the flight off. It's all How business. Much? What? You have to talk. Uh, you had to talk at least, I believe, thirty percent of the flight. Thirty percent of golf. <laughs> Do you have to close a deal in that conversation? No, you don't or have to just cl- talk about. No, it? just talk. What's the difference between a tax credit and a tax deduction? A tax credit and a tax deduction. A tax <laughs> deduction is something you get to, like, let's say, charity. You get a tax deduction because you gave something to you'll, an you'll organization. A lot of those. I do PetSmart, $2 every time I go through there. Um, <laughs> that adds up. Yeah, and every time, sometimes... Like 10 whole bucks a year. Well, every <laughs> once in a while at the grocery store, it has like, oh, do you want to put your name on a shamrock? And so I'll say yes really loud so the people around me... I'll take a shamrock! Yeah, and they don't ever acknowledge me. But a ta- what was the other one you asked me? Credit. Credit and deduction. A credit is something that you paid for and you didn't... Take taxes out, so you got to get a tax credit. I have no idea if that's right. I don't either. <laughs> Sounds no, right. He could almost convince me, though, on that one. <laughs> well, that's right. Um, should my wife and I file jointly or separately? Oh, that depends on how much income you have coming in. Like, if you are together and you— Why am I believing him? Oh, no. I mean, no, no. Oh, no. Legit, oh, no. Though. No, this is serious. It like, does. Like, he sounds real. Like, if you combine your incomes and you are going over a certain threshold that takes you into another tax bracket, you want to file separate so you keep more of your money. What are your huh. thoughts on tax software like TurboTax? I think they're great. They really do help you and make it easy. It's step-by-step, step, walk you through it. I mean, I used to use one that was like three years old, and I made a lot of money using it. So you use an outdated version? Yeah. yeah. Final question. Yeah. How can I get more on my tax return? you got to write a lot of things off. You have to really be diligent about keeping your receipts. I mean, anytime you order lunch, you uh, talk business. Like you said, your golf, you can write that off. So the three off. things we talked about here already. Uh, <laughs> no, no, your gas mileage to and from work. You, you got to. No, I'm saying. No, that, that hadn't. Okay. Yeah, he, he, okay. did. he did. I said, Amy, you could write it off, but that's how you have to do it. That's how you make more money. or And also have kids. You get money back for every kid. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yep. Interesting. Have hey, a bunch of kids. Only guys in the beginning make cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's Any tricks, though? Like, that's all the standard ones. Anything that, like, you would say. Like, if you go, like, if you rent a movie yeah. at your house, write it off. 
Because you talk about it on air. You're an entertainment. Also, but I must talk about it on the air to write, to write it off. Yeah, nah, because it's part of your cable. You know, you're watching TV and you, you talk write about off your cable? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because if why? I go to the movie theater, because I'm in the entertainment, I talk about those kind of things. I tweet about it, boom, that's work. Well, that is Lunchbox. He's a tax expert. If I didn't know any better, he sounds legit. And I don't know any better, and I know he's not legit, but some of that stuff was convincing me. <laughs> So, like, what a, were you not convinced? I don't, what else do I, I don't need even to work remember because I don't know anything about it. Here's yeah. what we're going to do. We're going to take this segment and we're going to send it to somebody who's an expert in taxes. And he's going to hopefully answer all these questions for us. That's great. Okay. And they're going to come back and be like, dang, lunch is really good at what he does. Thank you, Lunchbox, for sharing with us. <laughs> You're today. welcome. And I didn't even go to get a CPA degree. You didn't, did you? Nope. a boy. Or a speaking degree. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's the deal. By the time it gets to be 6 a.m. here, I'm fully up and at him. Here I go. And so I'm texting away. And I was told, hey, maybe you shouldn't text people at 6 a.m. What time can I start texting people, Amy? It depends. No, like, I need an answer. Yeah, I need a universal answer. Oh, then 6 a.m. is too early if you don't know someone's schedule. That's my depends part. It's because I know some friends have do not disturb on. So Me? we're if good. If you have an iPhone, you, it's an easy thing to fix. Right. So I text with, with uh, Liberty. If I know a friend might not be up, then I just have to hold off. And I don't want to wake them because I don't want to be the person that or ding or anything too soon, (laughs) too late, too early. Let's assume do not disturb does not exist. Okay. Let's talk about general etiquette. What's too early to text? What's that point? I know by 6 a.m. you feel like it's lunchtime for you, Mm. but it's too early to text. So I I would say 7.38. Oof. I'm going to bed by that time. 7.38 a.m. <laughs> I know. Okay. So 7.30 is going to be your time. Yeah. I stand by 6 a.m. Eddie? Uh, 7. I think the world's moving by 7 a.m., so anything after that's fair game. Before, it's too early. Okay, let's talk about calling. I'm assuming around the same, maybe even a little later. Calling? Yeah. You're going to call somebody. Huh. What's that time? Nine? You told me never to call. Yeah, that's you specifically. <laughs> like you said, if you know your friends, <laughs> 9 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We on we nine. I go ten a.m. Oh, that's too late. Ten a.m. because they've already been to work. They've a little settled around their desk or I whatever think you they call do before that. I think you can call it nine. You can call okay. it nine. Yeah. You can call it nine. Okay. Okay. What's too late to call? What's the cutoff point for you can't call anymore? Nine p.m. I go nine thirty. I go ten. Hey. Oof, that's late. Ten. Hey, you know what starts at ten? The Evening news. Nobody watches evening news. Right, I know, but that's a good staple of when everyone's Nobody just even like, knows evening news exists anymore. Really? If no I, one watches that? I hope I'm asleep by then. The only time I know evening news exists is when I see a commercial for it. <laughs> and I'm, all, I'm mostly watching streaming services anyway. Mine's when the game ends and the news comes on. I'm that's like, true. Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, they still do that. How about that? <laughs> yeah. And I've started to just totally put my phone away at night. Like, sometimes I hope there's not an emergency because I just, like, lay my phone somewhere and I let it go. And I'm like, there's, I don't need to be on it. I'm going to focus on the kids, putting them to bed, and then putting myself to bed. Period. Okay, so here we go. Let's make our rule book. You can't text anybody until universally on this show we're going to say nine. No. Oh, no. We all. 730. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, mm, I'm going to say let's go seven because I had six. Okay. Perfect. 7 a.m. All right. You can't text anybody after nine. nine. Oh, no way. 30. 10. 10. That text okay, is 10. so then we meet in the middle, 930. Okay. Oof, that's. You can't call anybody before 9 a.m. Yeah. You can't call anybody after 9.30 p.m. 9.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's all different. 
Is there an email rule? I can email him. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Fair game 24 7. It's even cool when you send one at like three in the morning. They're like, wow, this guy's an overachiever. Yeah. If somebody has their email notifications on, that's on them. That's right. Like, that's not your problem. I feel like that about everything, every notification. But okay, so we've said it. This is our rule. We're going to live by this now. And I'm going to stop texting people at 6 a.m. because of this. Thank you for this. I needed it. Maybe our listeners needed it too. We're good now. On the phone, Nikki in Tampa. Nikki, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. What's going on? I am calling to talk about Lunchbox and all of his winnings and his winning song. I need to know if he knows that he's singing it wrong. I'm not singing it wrong. I don't know if you have something in your ear or something, but I sing it right every single time. Maybe you just miss it in my excitement and you're not hearing it correctly. What are you talking about exactly there, Nikki? So the lyrics go, everybody's hands go up, and he screams that, woohoo, and he says, and they stay there, and then Launchbox says again, and they stay there. But the lyrics are, and they say, yeah. Oh, oh, never wow. realized that. Okay, wow. Any response? Yeah, I say that every time. And they stay there, and they stay there. That's wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's what she's saying, Lunchbox. But isn't it okay? Like, is it is it is it is it bad? I mean, it's obvious that it's not right, and I just needed to let him know because I love when he. Nikki get mad. I, said, I want him to sing it right. When Nikki called in, she's pretty friendly. Now she's a little upset. <laughs> like, what would like? What if we did? And the thunder booms. It's not it. No. But we don't say it every day. Right. Nikki, I appreciate that. Thank you for letting him know. He may not have known that. <laughs> Absolutely. Have a good day, guys. All right. Nice. Nikki's back. Thank you. <laughs> The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now is the perfect time. Learn more at Ram.com. That's Ram.com. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, the average parent enjoys just 32 minutes of free time each day. That's it, huh? Man, I'm loaded with free time. Many wow. parents find themselves being forced to actually hide from their kids in oh. order to get away Eddie. and get some extra free time. Eddie hides at work. Yeah. That's why I brought this up. I'm here yeah. for two hours. No, no, no. You're here at 3 o'clock hours p.m. There's no hours. possible way an hour. that you should be here at 3 p.m. I'm working, man. Okay. I'm working. Some well, parent- you might be, but you spent all those hours up till 3. Yeah. Not hiding. Yeah. Move uh, on, Amy. <laughs> some parents also admit to letting kids watch TV or play with a phone so that they can avoid parenting. <laughs> and the free time comes about 8.30 p.m. at night when they experience, you know, their kids, like, going to bed and they get to be alone. <laughs> what would you like to say to that, Eddie? TV time is not avoiding parenting. It's just time for us to do what we need to do while they're distracted. Yeah, I don't hit it. We're not avoiding parenting. Our life, we're parents. It's what we do. Amy, Can't avoid that. Do you relate to this at all? Oh, I relate to this, yeah. Like, when I was thinking back to my free time yesterday, it was like, oh, none. And then by the time I did get my son down, it was my bedtime. If oh, I, I wanted- just can't wait to have kids. You guys make it sound so glamorous. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so would you rather get a selfie with your favorite celeb or an autograph? I don't want an autograph unless it's somebody from sports and they're signing a piece of memorabilia that is associated with them. Otherwise, no need. Just take a picture. Well, a new poll was taken, and you would think that autographs would just be done, but 20% of us would still want that autograph. 42% would rather take a selfie, and 27% said they wouldn't ask for either. Well, I'd probably be in that one then. I wouldn't ask for it, but you only gave me two options. Yeah. <laughs> this should surprise you with a third. Yeah. Like, dang, I didn't know I had that choice. <laughs> Speaking of celebrities, I saw this article of celebrities that are shockingly 60 or older, and I'll just run through a few and see if you knew they were 60. Uh, Cheryl Crow. Yes, because I just had her on my podcast, and she was also shocked she was 60. Yeah. We all were, yeah. <laughs> MC Hammer. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Ralph old. Macchio. Mm-hmm. Karate Kid. Michael J. Fox. Okay. 
Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Okay. Like uh, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, wow. He's 60? I know. That's crazy. That just means we're getting older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, Randy Travis. He's getting a documentary YouTube premiere. It's going to be coming out July 7th. It's going to be called More Life, and it'll be, yeah, premiering on YouTube this summer. So something to check out. Speaking of celebrities, we did that segment a couple days ago where I said, hey, I ran into a celebrity at a restaurant. It was Houston Nutt, the almost 10-year Arkansas head coach football team. His daughter messaged me. I was like, I was there. I didn't even see you. She was with them. She was like, I'm a big fan. Listen to the show every day. Oh, that's funny. And she said, yeah, he didn't know who you were. But he'll come on the show <laughs> if you want. I was like, I was like yeah. she said, but I do. I know who you are. I'm a big fan. It's pretty cool. That's funny. So anyway, that's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. I want to shout out to this guy in Seattle, Randy Miller, who is going around giving free haircuts to anyone that needs them. Now, it started out when he was homeless, he would cut other people's hair. He would set up a milk crate, put a trash bag over his chest, kind of like a barber's cape, Uh and he would cut hair, self-taught. Didn't really know what he's doing, but figured it out. And he did it to be a blessing to others. And since then, it has turned into... A mission. He's continued to do it for a couple of years. He has day work that he does, but on his days off, he still roams the streets cutting people's hair for free. He's upgraded the milk cart to a folding chair and the trash bag to an actual barber cape. And his goal is to eventually go to barber school and maybe one day have a mobile haircutting van. That's pretty cool. He's able to give back like that. I also think I've had a few self-taught barbers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he runs his business off of three principles that people could learn from. Be accountable, build relationships, and create an experience. Heck, I might have gone to him before. I don't know. <laughs> I've had some pretty bad ones. Uh, great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in about 20 minutes or so, I'll let you know about the shows I'm going to do here in Nashville. So if you want to come... I'll give you all the details in about 20, 25 minutes. It's got a half comedy, half motivational speaking uh, right here. It's a little residency in town. So that's coming up. But first, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. How much does a grandpa weigh? How much does a grandpa weigh? Usually a little more than a gram. Oh, oh, no. Grandma. Grandma. Okay. Usually. Okay. okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. Tough crowd. Coming up in the mailbag, a 14-year-old's posting racy stuff on Instagram. And so this mom's like, I don't know. It's a stepmom. And she's like, I don't know. But let's talk about the situation. That's happening in the mailbag. And then we have somebody on the phone that wants to hire one of you guys for something. What? Whoa. Are they from Hollywood? Well, I'm not talking. No, wait, what? Uh, we'll do that. Uh, Hold uh, on. <laughs> you guys hang out. <laughs> All right, time to go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been with my fiance for over three years. Both he and I have 14-year-old daughters. His daughter has been posting a lot of bikini pictures on Instagram. I am extremely uncomfortable with this, and I think she should remove these pictures from her account. Her mother, my fiance's ex-wife, and himself find it to be perfectly acceptable and have no intention of having her remove the pictures. I think this is not only inappropriate, but also a safety issue. This is starting to negatively impact our relationship. We are in the middle of building a house together, and the wedding is next month, but has become such a contentious issue between us that we are considering calling everything off. Whoa. 
My fiance is starting to make me question myself. Am I crazy to feel this way? Signed, future stepmom. You're not crazy to feel that way, but as we've often said, not your chili, not your beans. Yeah. That's really not what we it's like, No, don't it's stir. close, Lunchbox though. Lunchbox says, like, don't stir your chili. No, if it's not your chili, no need to stir it. There you go. That's it. Yeah, we, we don't really have that down. No. But it's she has a mom. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, because it, it's not her kid, right? It's not right. your side of the street. Yeah. Your sidewalk. Get off of. That, I don't know. That doesn't work. I, well, listen, my therapist always tries to tell me to focus on my side of the street. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like her side of the street would be her 14-year-old daughter. And yes, she's marrying into this, but there already is a mom and a dad that's handling that. And they're both okay with it. And so if she just focuses on her side of the street, then she can kind of let go of that. She doesn't need to carry around this burden, not her responsibility. And yeah, I'm with her. Like it would make me uncomfortable and I'd be worried about safety and I wouldn't and like it. you're not crazy to feel that I'm, way. You're not right. crazy to feel that Absolutely. way. But it's also, you need to remind yourself your side of the street and then you let go of those thoughts and then they'll no longer dominate your day. And I mean, at this point, it's potentially ruining your relationship. So then I would take a look at like all the other things. Like, is this some, you know, you don't want it to be ruined over this. And if you go, in your mind, I just want to stomp out a few arguments that she could have. Well, this is my stepdaughter now, and she's in our house a lot. Okay, that that is accurate. But if you were to go, okay, if I'm her stepmom, this is the percentage of time she's with me, and I'm, but that's her real mom. She actually has more shares in the business than you do. Yeah, her mom that's still in her life. So she gets to con- – she's controlling. Only put meat in the chili if you got enough mix. Okay. Okay. No, I don't work either. Huh? Yeah. You know, you want a positive spin to this is that she's going through this now before they actually get married, so she can actually figure all this out before they tie the knot. But you're not going to be really bad. Yeah, you're going to not get married because of it. <laughs> there you go. That's what I mean, good. I was thinking, like you're not, you're going to not get married because of this. If they don't get married because of this, this is on her. Well, yeah, and I would say the issue is bigger than just this, and it's on her. Yeah. It. You cannot agree with it. You can feel like it's a really bad decision. You can be so against it, but there's a point where you have to decide, am I going to let my feelings on this? Again, that I don't have majority ownership, majority shares. Am I going to let something have minority ruin the majority of my life? Well, because they could potentially, even though they have 14-year-olds, I don't know their age or what their plans are for more kids, but they could potentially have a baby together and then have this issue down the line. But that's a down different the line, conversation. And that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, I it's know. a it's a full that conversation. That's her kid. She has right. majority share. That's right. their chili. They made that together. Absolutely, right. in their own bowl. Correct. Right. That they got from that's Walmart. My point. But I don't know if she's planning the on that. One. Then it is something to take into consideration before uh, you get married. But it, I don't. I don't. Unless the dad is the one fighting for it, it's the mom. You got to let the mom make the decision there. Uh, bail out of this one. Not your fight. You don't have to agree with it, but you got to get out of it. Um, hate to be the one to not agree with you since you do listen to our show. Yeah. But uh, have some chili. Have a good day. All right. <laughs> that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Well, sort of breaking news. Found out about 30 minutes ago. Uh, we have somebody on the phone who wants to hire someone on this show. <sighs> to do some acting work. <laughs> acting work! Yeah! I knew it! Let's go! More? Well, For somebody? Different. Okay, yeah. different. Yeah. Oh my god. It could be. But Amy, it could be you again. No, no, way. no, 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 no. Acting? Oh my gosh. I haven't even figured this, is this cra- out yet. Who knew we had a bunch of thespians? So they're actually they actually want to pay. They'll talk about the, it's a whole thing. Oh man. <laughs> Next 
We will talk to Ruby, okay? Ruby. Ruby. I mean, that is my burst. That sounds like a producer. Sounds interesting. Okay. okay. Ruby. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Fair Harbor makes the world's most comfortable beachwear. Say goodbye to mesh lining. They replaced all mesh lining with their Breeze Knit Boxer Brief Liner. Heck, it's softer than anything you've ever felt before. No more horrible chafing at the beach. From swimming to lounging to exercising, they're so comfortable, you will never take them off. So now you can rescue your thighs in the ocean at the same time. All products are made from recycled plastic bottles. To date, Fair Harbor has recycled over 26 million plastic bottles. Fair Harbor makes products for you to enjoy the places that you love while also protecting those places too. Fair Harbor is offering 20% off for everyone listening right now with the code COMFORT22. That's 20% off with the code COMFORT22. So head over to fairharborclothing.com and say goodbye to mesh lining forever. That's fairharborclothing.com. The promo code is COMFORT22. fairharborclothing.com. You do not want to miss this. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. 
It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the phone right now is Ruby. Hey, Ruby, what, what can we say your title is of this project you've called to talk to us about? My title, I'm an actress and independent filmmaker. I produce, direct, and star in all of my short films. Okay, so she is here to offer one of you guys a paid role. Now, what would this role do? The role? Okay, so the role of, it will be for one of the antagonists in the film. It is a, um, a dirtbag dude that... Um, manhandles a woman in a bar it would be a western after the civil war so late 1800s or 1866 1867 and um i would have a pretty brutal fight with the individual so you're looking for someone who's a little bit athletic because you gotta fight eddie's out yeah someone who can (laughs) you know be the bad guy and what will you pay this role the role hold on, let's hold this for the end. Let's because it's a big wait, one. Wait, hold wait, on, let's hold, okay. let's hold this. Let's hold this. Let's hold this. Let's hold this. So here we go. It sounds like they're the star of the the movie, really. Mm. Now she is the star. Yeah, fight scene. But, okay, yeah. it's a western. She's looking for somebody to be a bad guy. Dirt bag. Um, and I'm going to tell you who's up for this role right now. Lunchbox. Yeah, let's go. I do have cowboy boots, Eddie. Nah, it's not me. But thank you. What do you mean it's not you? It's a dirt bag. You're dirt passing? bag guy in a bar. But this it's is- acting. No, Civil War, athletic, definitely not me. Athletic. And, I mean, and me. Raymundo is up for the role. Yeehaw! Wait, Eddie's what? passing on a role? It's I'm acting. not passing. I'm saying I'm pretty sure it's not me. Oh. But, I mean, Ray manhandling someone in a bar, mm. short guy, not yeah. really believable. All right, Ruby, who who would you like to fill this role? I would love to have Lunchbox fill Yeah! What up, fools? How do you like that? No, it's you. I'm in the movies. Hey, let's start that IMDb page. Mike D, pull it up. Pull it up. So, Lunchbox, how much? Big acting job. Oh, big acting job. Listen, Amy's pays her a thousand bucks a day when she goes over to do that for her small role. But this is a this is a movie. This is a movie. What, What are you asking for here? I mean, if Amy's getting a thousand, I mean, with my credentials, at least a thousand one. So, oh, you want just one dollar above her contract? Yeah. I'm getting the SAG day rate. Like, okay. it's what? The minimum? Yeah, the minimum. Lunchbox wants $1,001 a day. Well, to curb some expectations, oh. it would be a non-union role. It definitely isn't SAG. It would be a micro-budget, and it would oh. be what an independent film would typically pay 
daily for an actor, it would be a supporting role. You would have um, some pretty significant lines, Whoa! and you would get a lot of airtime. Yeah. Um, does your does your idea part- change, Lunchbox? Well, I mean, this is this is great. Can we be uh, at the uh, Cons Film Festival? <laughs> So I will be submitting this for film festivals, but I'm also going to use this as a sizzle reel so that we can pitch this as a larger idea to streaming platforms. Oh my goodness, I love it! I, I, I so got, what's your monetary ask now? Hey man, you know what? I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to insult her. I want to see what she offers and see if that's good enough. Okay. All right. What's the offer, Ruby, to have lunchbox? The offer is negotiable, but it is one fifty a day plus I pay for travel and lodging. Where's travel to? Yeah, where are we going? It would be, you would either fly into Columbus or Cincinnati, Ohio. The travel, I would pay for also a rental car, and you would drive about two hours south of Columbus or two hours east of Cincinnati. So 150 and it bucks a day. would be Chillicothe, Ohio. Oh, Chillicothe, yeah. 150 bucks a day, Chillicothe, Ohio. How many and, and days? When she says rental car, she means like a limo. No, no. Hurts. How many then days? You'll be driving. Actually, yeah. Actually, I was thinking of a 1984 um, Corvette. Now that's what we're talking about. <laughs> How many days will you need them? Um, approximately three days. Oh, and I, it would I, be in I, August. It oh, would August. Be the beginning of August. Three days in August. 150 bucks a day. You got to fly to oh. Columbus and then drive hours. <laughs> to the you get to drive a Corvette and make yeah. 450. What do you Not think? Bad, man. What do you think? <laughs> Let me check out my calendar for August. It's clear. Don't worry. Early August. Um, there's a lot of open days on that, that calendar. <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, I mean, I'll go. I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, because this could lead to bigger things, guys. Thinking, I go to cons. I go to. Uh, yeah, that's cons. the one place you go. No, where no, they have, the, no, the one in Colorado. Cans, right? What about South by? Uh, Sundance. Stumboat. Sundance. Stumboat. Uh, what did you say? What do you call it? Sundance. No, what, no, what did you steamboat. say? What did you say? Stum- I stumboat. Stumboat, yeah. <laughs> but it's Sundance in Steamboat. We can go to... Uh, South by Southwest? South by Southwest. Is Sundance in Steamboat? Yeah. I have no idea. I think it's... in Wyoming, in, maybe? No, no, no. no, 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 no I think it's, it's in, like... Uh, Telluride. Mm-hmm. Guys, I just told you where it is. Mike, we tell me where Sundance is? Because I think it's in a different city in Utah. Yeah. Park City. Uh, Park what? City, Utah. That's, that's what it. I said. Uh, it sounds like we we're pretty close to a deal. And then oh. just imagine oh my when my career blows up, they'll put a sign in Chillicothe. Lunchbox filmed his first film right here. It's mm. a weird sign. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Never seen a sign like that. You guys take this offline. Let me know tomorrow or the next day how the negotiation yeah. went. And we'll go from there. Ruby, we appreciate that. Of course. Guys, I mean, we're dealing with real deal. This is big time. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Let's see what happens. Thank you for the call, Ruby. And Lunchbox will be in of touch course. soon. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. First. Oh, man, I mean, this I is how careers start. This is it. All right, Lunchbox. Good luck, buddy. Thank you, guys. I'll remember you guys when I make it big. I'll try to, you know, if you guys say hi to nice me. Thing you know he's going to have a lake house in Chillicothe. I know. Really rub it in our face. Yep. <sighs> All right, let me start this off with an announcement. On June 17th and 18th, I will be doing the first two shows of my Nashville residency at the CMA Theater here in Nashville. So everybody come. And I didn't really know what to call it, so I called it, brace yourselves, the No Bad Words Comedically Inspirational Nashville-Only World Tour. So Hmm. we hope you come. I hope you come. It'll be part comedy act, part motivational speech, and it'll be a lot of fun. So come out. If you guys want to get tickets to the show, you can go to bobbybones.com on Friday. That'll probably be the easiest place, or cmatheater.com. So bobbybones.com or cmatheater.com 
on Friday. There are two shows on a Friday and a Saturday. Uh, I'll talk about the shows that we did, the one show that we did on Saturday. We got to open for Garth Brooks, and it's pretty awesome. It was almost like a fantasy camp weekend for me. Yeah. Because we got up Friday afternoon, and I did some NIL stuff with some of the athletes at Arkansas, which now you can hire athletes and they can be paid. So we've got a clothing brand, and I worked with like seven of the athletes, and we shot a bunch of stuff that will be coming out pretty soon. And then after that, went in, hung out with the head coach of the Arkansas football team, Coach Pittman, and went to the football complex. It was just like if I got to create the perfect weekend of Arkansas sports and then Garth, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I owe somebody some money to like fantasy camp somewhere. Uh, and then Saturday we went, and we did a sound check at like three at Razorback Stadium. And empty was really cool because I've been in that stadium a bunch, a bunch of times going to football games. But when it was packed, it was even wilder because I've never seen that stadium full of people on the ground. I believe it was the most attended event in Arkansas history because that's the biggest venue in the state, but they've never had people on the ground as well. So the, the field was also covered. So we were going to go on and do 30 minutes. And we were talking to Garth beforehand. And so we get there and, and Garth and Trish are finishing their sound check. And it's, everything's pretty loose. To be such a tightly run you know, perfectly sounding ship. Everybody's just real chill and cool. And so we get there and we're just hanging out, ready to go do our thing. And Garth and Trisha are still singing. I think they were doing, I'm on the inside. What's that song? I need no. Shallow. Shallow. Yeah, yeah. That one. yeah. And so we walk up and I know them, but still it's like, it never leaves me that that's Garth Brooks. And then it's Trisha. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to bother them. Well, of course, they don't even see it that way. So they come over and they're like, what's happening? You guys ready? And I'm like, yeah, we're ready. You know, a quarter of me still has a little bit of nerves about it. Just excited. And Garth says, hey, you know, you can use this whole stage. I'm like, what do you mean? It's it's an entire circle. And most of the time when there's an opening act, the big act says, this is your small space. And this big space is for us. But you get the small space, and we don't want you to use the big space because this is our spot, and we want to really break that in with the people. And Garth's like, use it all. Run around. Like, go over there. Do that. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> you want, you're telling me I can go to all the places that you can only go. And it's like, I don't care. This is like our home together. And so we, we finished talking, and we can take a picture and talk to Trisha a little bit. And then I, one of their one of Garth's guys comes over and he's like, you can use the whole stage. I'm like, I'm not going to use the whole stage. The opening act doesn't do that. And he's like, no, you'll use the whole stage or I'll give you a knuckle sandwich after the show. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. So what'd you so I doing? used the whole stage. Okay. Only a couple of times because there are people sitting all around it. You know, it's in the middle and the stadium circles it. But a, a headlining act just doesn't allow that to happen. I guess Garth wasn't threatened, nor, nor <laughs> should he be. But <laughs> yeah. it was really nice. It, it just super kind as a headliner to allow that. Secondly, we're talking about the show, and he goes, hey, you know, um, if you guys are playing and you feel it, you're feeling it. He goes, just keep playing. He's, I don't care how long you play. What? Exactly. <laughs> he said, if you're feeling it, just keep playing. And I'm like, playing what? You know, he said, if it's going great, stay, play more songs. And I said, they'll kill us. And he goes, no, they won't. He said, because you'll know if you're feeling it. And then I said, well, what if it's like two hours later and we're still... And Trisha goes, no, I'll come stop that yeah. if you're doing that. <laughs> so just the loveliest of hosts. And, you know, we go out and Garth was super cool. And he's like, we're going to make sure it's dark before you guys go on. Because he wanted it to really feel like, a, you know, us being a part of the show too. And so we go on and 
it was just kind of a blur at first. It kind of, because it's pretty emotional. It's like where I grew up. It's like my favorite place in the whole world. The fans were just extremely generous. Um, and then we played our set and it was over and I really started to feel like it was super cool when it was over. Because while we're doing it, I feel like I got to work. I got to perform. We were brought here to not be a nuisance to people. Now worried that some of our funny songs maybe wouldn't translate to a huge crowd, but it's pretty good. We finished pretty good. So when you did finish, like what emotions were you feeling? Because when I watched a video of you coming out of the tunnel, like to meet Caitlin, and then y'all walked off, it was almost like I was watching you leave like a major sporting event. Like Like I won the Super Bowl? Yes, like you're coming through the tunnel and you're walking out and your wife's meeting you and y'all walk through and you're fist bumping the crowd. Like it just seemed like you know, biggest sporting event in history, but you're not an athlete. Yes, I am. Just not there on that time. <laughs> okay. I'm not an athlete. Something like that. I played, you played basketball every yesterday. Day. But that, two was hours. The, that was the energy I was mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah, it was cool. And it, I think a lot of that energy, though, was because that's my spot, like my personal most home spot. And I didn't fall down. It's all, I mean, you know, it's a pretty good show. Uh, Stacy's on in Fayetteville, Arkansas. The Garth show was fantastic. And we can talk about that later, but he's the greatest performer I've ever seen oh, in my yeah. life. Uh, Stacy in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Hey, um, I just wanted to let you know, I actually work in Fayetteville, and I work for um, uh, Washington County Court Services, and we have security every day, and they volunteer and work these big concerts like this. And they, two of my security guys were working on the floor, and they said that before the show, you and Caitlin came walking by, and you kind of went out of your way to say hello to them and how nice you were and how you're like the nicest celebrity they've ever met. And it was just, it meant a lot to them because most people just disregard security. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I, the word celebrity is being thrown around pretty loosely here. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, and if they think I'm the nicest, well, they must not have been lucky enough to meet Garth Brooks. Uh, but, you know, I, those guys are making sure that I don't get stabbed. Got to appreciate that, you know? If, if someone stab Eddie, I'm, all, I'm okay with that. Mm. But I just want I to be in front them. of me, human shield, you know? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, come on. They're out there busting their butts, so uh, just happy to say hello to people that are also happy to be there. And I appreciate that call, Stacy. Hey, I have to say I was disappointed with one thing. I thought you might bring Caitlin up and introduce her. She has no interest at all <laughs> at being on a stage ever in her whole life. She would have killed you. Especially that yes. crowd. Yes, she, <laughs> so many she just, she's not for it. It's not her thing. Uh, but she was there. She, she met a lot of people. A lot of people coming up, taking pictures when she was hanging out. But thank you, Stacy. I appreciate that. Uh, here's Kimberly in, in Arkansas who wants to mention something. Kimberly, you're on the air. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, I just wanted to say you are fantastic. Me and four of my girlfriends came up there, and we stayed at a house in Friday night and Saturday night. We came to the concert. Two of them had never heard of the Raging Idiot. One of them fell madly in love with Eddie, and the other one is just so enamored and loved y'all so much that she's going to be an avid listener. Today's her first day listening. But the prank you pulled when y'all were saying, are you ready for the maze act to come up? That was hilarious because there was 80,000 people on their feet, and you're like, just kidding. Sort of, yes. So we wrote a (laughs) song, and we had it up. You know, we had posted it before the show. Wrote a song that's like, nobody cares about the opening act. And there's a rhyme that's like, we may not be a band you know, and you only want to be the, 
here for the star of the show. And what we were doing was just kind of bait and switching them. And the star of the show in our mind was the chorus of the song. And so we're like, are you right? Hey, we never say he, we never say Garth, we never allude to Garth. We're like, are you right? And, the, and I can play it to you. Know, we were, this was recorded straight from the board. So this is us performing live, getting the crowd going. And it goes back into the second chorus, right? Okay, here we go. Nobody cares about the opening act. They can all take this. Please just take this. One day we might be a band you know. But now, how would you like a star of the show? I guess they thought Garth Brooks was going to be introduced during our set. Yeah, why would they think that? We have a a mini drum set. (laughs) (laughs) None of the big lights. I'm like, there he is! Yeah, we got him good. That was good. What, Amy? I mean, yes, obviously. It was a perfect moment for him to walk out. No, no, it it was not. not That's not how he gets on stage. That's not how Garth Brooks comes out. It's a big... (laughs) He doesn't let this little band introduce him. (laughs) A four-piece with no bass guitar. (laughs) Some people, they don't know that. Y'all. Yeah. Everybody's phone, everybody starts standing up recording. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, they're either going to riot or it's going to be the funniest joke ever. Oh. Uh, but I appreciate that call. We could talk more about it later. Um, <laughs> it's just an amazing, amazing weekend. It was. It was an amazing weekend all the way around. And um, thank you very much. And for everybody who was super nice to us, we really appreciate that. We're not doing any more shows. Everybody's like, are you opening in LSU? We are not. Oh, for Garth? The Raging Idiots right away. Well, a lot of people were like, hey, we think you should do a stadium act. Yeah, yeah, right. After that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They didn't really say that. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Teresa was at Foot Locker with her son Xavier in Chicago celebrating his 16th birthday. And she was like, pick out some shoes. And Xavier finds a pair of Jordans. And she's like, ooh, those are a little too expensive. I know you're doing great in school and you're a great kid, but I can't afford those. So they're waiting in line. They're going to buy another pair of shoes when the person in front of them hears this conversation and he secretly says to the cashier, hey, get a pair of Jordans in his size on me. It's awesome. And then he turns around and hands them the Jordans and walks out. So how do you feel about that? Uh, is the person's name in the news? No. Okay. Which is, I mean, if you're going to do it. <laughs> you say p- plaster your name. Everywhere. Yes, plaster your name. They probably didn't do it for the news, though. 
I understand, but if you're going to do something that's going to make national news. But you don't know. You're probably just doing it for the goodness. Some people don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, some, some people literally are just doing it for the yeah, person. Believe it or not. Let me say this. I think it's a great story. Like, I could not love it more. Now, let me pivot. If this was you. Yeah. What would you do? I'd probably say, hey, make sure you tell them if this goes out. I'm Lunchbox from the Buy a Bone Show. Here you go, man. Make sure you tell the news. Would you do it? Would you buy the kid the shoes? Well, I wouldn't buy Jordans. I never bought myself Jordans. Are you kidding right. me? Right. So, no, I would not buy the kid Jordans. Okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, as much as I want to make the news, I mean, it's great. But if I haven't bought myself something, I'm not buying it for someone else. You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, those Jordans are nice, and I'd like me a pair of Jordans, but mm, not buying a kid a pair of Jordans. Because see, here's the thing. Okay, about now this is telling me something bad. No, no. Okay, go ahead. Here's the thing about a 16 year old in Jordans. You know how quick a 16 year old's foot grows? Not really. Once you're 16, 16's it kind of stops. Huh? Oh no is? way, Ish. guys! 16's when you're in it. How do you know? As I've been 16 once. Well, so have I. Well, okay, maybe you stop growing at 16. I'm growing now. I, that, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. can't. But Bobby, are you really? I'm telling you, I'm growing right now. <laughs> okay, listen, this is an awesome guy. Love it that he did that. The kid now has got a pair of Jordans. Couldn't as someone who couldn't afford nice shoes and got made fun of my whole life. Like I love that story. And Lunchbox, thank you for adding your perspective. You're welcome. It's and, always helpful. And I think we'll move from here. Good. Yeah, it's all good. All right, that's an awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nempton to get on track to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register for the May 5th event at expresspros.com slash express talks. Attend for a chance to win a career coaching session with me. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Netflix estimates 100 million households are sharing passwords. We've talked about maybe they'll charge a little more, maybe they'll do this, that. But what we do know now is a global crackdown is coming. And when I hear the word crackdown... That sounds scary. Yeah, like somebody's going to die. Mm -hmm. Bullets are going to come from the TV. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen, but this does seem more serious than we normally thought. That's from CS, or excuse me, CNBC. Netflix has more than 100 million additional households. We're likely using the shared password, and to them, that is just money they're not getting. That people, (laughs) yeah, that's just stolen money. Yeah, because people are taking something that they didn't pay for and using it. Now, Lunchbox is a big password user of other folks. Yeah, I use um, in my mother-in-laws, my cousins for Disney. I mean, it's a great. And listen, if they're going to allow you to do it, why don't you do it? Mm-hmm. So well, they're not they're, anymore, though. They're, they're going to crack, crack down. down. No, but no, no, no. But what are they going to do? Are they going to come to my house and say, oh, you can't do that? Hilarious if they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Uh, like, and why? I would like to volunteer. No. Off air, Netflix, I'll give you his address. No, 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 no. If you want to be the guy. But I mean, I'm, I'm willing to pay an extra couple bucks a month to share. Then why not just pay for the service? Because it's only $2 compared to like $13. Yeah, you can piggyback for two bucks. But I don't know that that's going to be what they're doing fully now. Yeah. Because, again, this is new information. So, a uh, heads up, Lunchbox. So, there was a whole story about Iggy Azalea. You may know this song from her. I'm so she was on social media, and she was like, this airline, American Airlines, they're awful. They stranded me and my kid, and we don't have any luggage. She just went off. And everybody's like, ooh, Iggy going at him. Well, now the airline's like, no, she got there so late. Like, this is not even accurate. So, according to staff working <laughs> at the Miami International Airport, the Australian 31-year-old arrived late to the terminal at 5.30 for a 6 p.m. flight to Los Angeles. She checked her bags, but somebody got held up at TSA, which happens, and then they left. Love it. 
This is on her. Oh, because she didn't show up an hour before? Yeah. yeah. And she has to go through regular line if she's Iggy Azalea? Yes. Yeah, by uh, the way, Iggy Azalea? <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't she famous? Yeah, I mean, but it's it ain't like it's Justin Bieber and then the airport's going to go upside down because she's in there. So, like, Justin Bieber, you don't think he goes through them? He has to have a special entrance, right? He probably has his own plane. He probably, yes. <laughs> Not going uh, to that's the what I was going to say. I doubt he's going to the airport. But if he does, let's say an international flight. He's going to take an international flight to Japan. Right. He'll probably go through and get taken through a, a special place, not because they go, Justin Bieber, you're better than everyone, but because they know there'll be a riot in the airport. Yeah, mayhem. So sure. it's to protect everybody else. Got but it. mostly he's on a plane that's not Okay, American so maybe Airlines. Iggy's not on his level? No. Oh, no, for sure Iggy's not on his level, yes. Um, the Mike Tyson story, speaking of airplanes, you know, you see this video... And there's this guy being an idiot. So have you seen the video, Amy? I have not. So Mike Tyson's sitting in his seat in first class. And behind him, this kind of goofy, I'd say he's like 30 years old or so. He's drunk, too. He's drunk. He's like, like, Mike Tyson. He's like over his head. Just messing with Mike Tyson. Why you'd mess with Mike Tyson, I don't know. (laughs) His name is Melvin Townsend III. And so he's just, he won't stop. Well, Mike Tyson just starts punching him. Oh, my gosh. And, and so this dude's hired a lawyer. So you can't you can't mess with anybody like that. But Mike Tyson? But especially Mike Tyson. <laughs> especially. Did, the, did the antagonizer, did he lay his hands on Mike Tyson, or was it all, like, I don't know. annoying? Supposedly Verbal. he threw a water bottle, is what I read. Okay. Yes. I didn't see attention. that part on the video, right. but he was, like, trying to get Mike Tyson's attention, and Mike Tyson was, like, not having any of it. But why would, you ever hear that saying, don't mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns? Yeah. Yeah, the guy got horned hard. And I don't feel bad for him. And I hope Mike Tyson doesn't lose it. I hope the judge goes, okay, Mike Tyson, you've lost this case. One dollar. Pay the guy one dollar. And sir, you're now humiliated. And don't mess with somebody on an airplane like this. Also, what's amazing is when this idiot, you know, he does it. And then these news outlets dig into his history. He's been to prison twice for fraud. And it's like... Do you really want all that out there? And I just think he was <laughs> drunk and... Oh, he was so drunk. Think it through. Justin Bieber and Dan and Shay are being sued over the song 10,000 Hours. Let me play you the song that we would know, 10,000 Hours. I'd spend 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. And I tweeted about this Friday, but justice for Dan and Shay. Justice for songwriters mostly because people will have something that kind of somewhat sounds like it and they're going to sue. And so Ed Sheeran gets it a lot. And again, there are only so many notes and so many chords. And there are millions and millions of people writing songs and using them. So, but I'll play it. And yes, there is a little part of this that goes. Okay. Well, if we're going to say a whole song was stolen because of this, then I guess I'm going to stop writing hit songs too. You heard me say <laughs> don't, it. Don't, don't, please. I know, I know. But here you go. Uh, Ray, one more time. Play 10,000 Hours. I'd spend 10,000. Here's a clip of First Time Baby is a Holiday. Does it kind of sound like it yet? Yes. Eh, a little bit. A little bit. But there's no way if I'm a judge, I'm going, yep, that's it. 
And there's also a guitar part that goes, and it changes. That's such a it's common melody. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. I know. Yeah. So, oh, you. you no, I'm like thinking. You sound like you're convinced that Dan Uh-oh. and Shay are going to jail. Uh-oh. All right, let's hear it, Amy. No way. <laughs> Justice for Dan and Shay. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, to me, the only thing that would be obvious if is, is if she was singing, I spent 5,000 hours or something, and then they altered it because. Yeah, it just it's similar, but so many songs are gonna be. Well, so they're suing because of the melody, obviously, which is a da 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 da, and not the words. Oh, well, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and yes, I will tell you there is a, a it's similar, but it's not enough for me to go. They stole the song. There are just so many ways, only so many ways you can make yeah. music. And then what? Did they just hear that song one day? Yeah, like, I mean, how did, they it, how did it come heard. across their desk? Exactly. But you never know. Here it is one more time. 10,000 hours. I'd spend 10,000 hours, 10,000 more. And then here it is, whatever this song is called. First time, baby. It's even not so close to it's me. Really yeah. It's really not. I mean, yeah, kind of. But no, no. Then it changes. Yeah. No way. Justice for Dan and Shay. All right, a Powerball jackpot is approaching half a billion dollars. Get ready to dream big, or in Lunchbox's case, keep on dreaming big. The Powerball jackpot is nearing half a billion dollars. Lottery official says nobody picked it on Saturday night's drawing. Tonight's drawing, $421 as of right now. It'll probably be higher than that. New York Post has the story. Lunchbox? I'm $100 in, and I'm going to probably go get another $100 worth of tickets. Oof. Mm, that's so much money just being. Uh, yeah, did you did you read how much it was? Say it's that been way. that way a lot of times. Yeah, I know. But if I can win four hundred twenty million dollars, good. Well, I agree with that. If I can win four hundred twenty million, <laughs> oh I'll happily invest two hundred. No exactly, brainer. it's yes. worth the investment of two hundred dollars to win four hundred million. Okay, uh, misplaced decimal point ended up being a very good error for one lucky gambler. On Twitter, a man calling himself Buffalo Bob Z meant to place a two dollar fifty cent bet on the Buffalo Sabers. He accidentally bet 250 bucks and it made him $10,000. Wow! Made him $10,000. <laughs> hey, that sounds too much like that song. Oh, sorry about that. And so he's going to buy his wife a new dress, buy a new Sabres jersey, <laughs> a new dishwasher, and have a nice night out. I love wow. it. That story was from a website called Oreo Speedwagon, which is a pretty funny name. <laughs> and then finally, as we announced it earlier this morning, my residencies here in Nashville. We're doing the first two shows on June 17th and 18th. I'm doing a stand-up comedy show meets an inspirational talk show. So I called it because people always ask, do you curse? I don't. It's called the No Bad Words Comedically Inspirational Nashville Only World Tour, June 17th and 18th. And get your tickets on Friday at bobbybones.com or ticketmaster.com. Friday Central Time. So if you guys are going to come into town for it and you live in a different time zone, 10 a.m. Central Time, so do the math there. But June 17th and 18th, we are doing these shows. It should be funny. You should leave there uh, inspired, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll just be good. I don't know. Hopefully. (laughs) Selling it. We'll see how it goes. I've got about 80% of it written, but I'm always writing. And I do think it's an interesting concept that either will be amazing or I'll go, remember that time I tried that Mm. uh, comedy inspirational thing? that was bad. That was a disaster. (laughs) I think it'll be on the good side, though. I really feel strongly about it. And that's Nashville-only world tour? Nashville-only world tour. Got it. It's going to be a residency. We're going to do a bunch of shows. These are the first two, but it's Nashville-only world tour. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. 
Spring is here, which means it's time to take advantage of the Home Depot low price guarantee. If you find a lower price on the same product from one of our competitors, we'll match it. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. On the phone is Adam. Adam, appreciate you calling. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, Bobby? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, uh, so, Bobby, I just want to say what a show this weekend. I'm from Little Rock, and I made the drive to Fayetteville. And, uh, man, y'all absolutely rocked it out. Uh, thank you. And by y'all, you mean Garth, and we, we did okay, too. But, yes, <laughs> it was an amazing night. Yes, it was an absolutely amazing night. Uh, I'm a big Arkansas Razorback guy myself, so I agree that that's the best place on earth. And with uh, Garth Brooks being my favorite country music star, and with Bobby Bones just being my favorite overall guy, man, it was a night a night to remember. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Anything else? Yeah, I actually got to meet you. I don't know if you remember. I was so nervous, I couldn't hardly hold my phone, and you took my phone from me and took a picture. You remember that? Mm, yes. Yeah. No, it's... We, I took a lot of pictures, <laughs> but probably. Oh, you know what it was? I got it. He was. He came down from the side. I do remember. He came down from the side, and he couldn't figure out. And I don't. He was using. It's not an iPhone. It's like some phone mm. I've never seen before. <laughs> and I was like, "We'll figure this out together." And we got the camera. We flipped it around. We took a picture. Am I right, Adam? You are absolutely right, Bobby. You I do just, remember. I just it. needed to get there in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. It was great yeah. to meet you, and uh, thank you for the nice call and the support. And I agree, Garth was awesome. What a night for us. All right. Thanks, Adam. Absolutely. I actually had a question if I could get one question in. Go ahead. Um, you had a bet with your uh, your keyboardist. Uh, you said your keyboardist lost a bet and then had to sing the song uh, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Yes. And I was just curious what that bet was because, to be honest, if it was a bet, he absolutely killed that song. It was the most amazing uh, cover I'd ever heard personally. So it seemed like he was ready for it. So, Walker Burroughs, who plays keys for us, who I took from American Idol to be in our, our group, he's so good. And I knew if he just played A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, randomly, people are going to be like, why are they playing this song? So all I did is make up a story saying, he lost a bet, now he's got to play it, <laughs> which allowed people to embrace it, like, ha-ha, like, let's really see if this guy, and then he crushes it. So there really was no bet. It was like a way for me to warmly welcome a song that maybe some dudes would be like, I don't like this song. But they're like, ah, oh, he lost a bet, this is pretty good. That's all. Just a, Clever. just a little way to make Walker feel good and make Funny. the guys who like the song out there feel good about liking it publicly. So that's it. There was no bad. I'm just, I was just messing with you. Awesome. All right, buddy. Well, I actually called. I told, I told my wife. I said, babe, he did it too good for that to be a bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Adam. Hope you have a great day. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Adam. All right. Let's do What's the Haps. Hey. Hey. What's the Haps? Amy, I'm going to start with you. What's the Haps from the weekend? Well, my daughter had her birthday party, and I decided to bake the cake that she wanted from some YouTube Korean cooking show that was very... You tried to bake a cake from a YouTube Korean cooking show? Yes, and let me tell you, the recipe wasn't listed out, like, in the description of the YouTube video, like sometimes it often is. So you just had to watch the video play-by-play and take notes and figure out what was next. All that sounds hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched it multiple times. Uh, the measurements were in grams, not oh. cups <laughs> and things we use traditionally to bake here. And it turned out pretty horribly. Oh, it did. It wasn't good. Aww. I mean, it, A for effort. 
to be honest, for her party, there were 17 girls that showed up, and she kind of looked at it, and she said, Mom, can we save this for my actual birthday on Monday when it's just the family and use the backup cake for the, my <laughs> yeah, friends? Yeah, backup cake. Yeah, I bought a cake from the store. So that's what we use for our friends, and tonight at dinner, we will cut into the peach Korean cake. Oh, we'll see, but Good it luck. does not look like this. This video on YouTube has 11 million views. She's clearly good at what she does, so it's just hard. Next level. Well, we appreciate you trying. A forever. And by we, we mean loving people everywhere. Yes. It's a real loving thing to do. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, what's the hatch? Eddie, what's the apps? Well, guys, I was driving down the road and I saw a sign on a light pole. That was crazy. It blew my mind. I can't believe that somebody really needed this. But it was it was a sign written in marker and it said, need a babysitter for my kids. And it had a number written down. I'm like, what? This is how you're going to look for a babysitter? I mean, this is like a girl like writing out on a sign. I need a boyfriend. Call me. That's crazy. That's so dangerous. So, okay, parents, what do you think? Know, you still get to interview the people. Yeah. It's not like if you're desperate, tenth, tenth caller watches my kids from the streets. Yeah. You're, but, hey, did you see it? What the sign? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I so thought that it was, means people like you would probably see it too. And there's man. good babysitters that probably drive by that. Like, man, I could use some cash. I'm always looking for more families to babysit for. Heck, what's the number? I'll I mean, call. weird if she just takes somebody random without talking to them. But it does give her. A big base to choose from Ooh. if she can't yeah. find somebody good. I feel like finding a babysitter is like dating. Like, ah, oh, let me go on some dates, and then, oh, I have a friend, a friend, they'll hook you well, up with them. sometimes in dates you get on dating sites. No, it's so scary. Great I, point. I couldn't believe it. Okay, but think back in the day, or maybe people still do this. I remember seeing on bulletin boards or random places looking for a roommate, and there would be a phone number. <laughs> That's true. And you would call, so I don't know. You interview them. Exactly. Oh. Just blank. I don't yes. hate on it. I just think it's a little more old school. I feel like that used this this kind of thing maybe used to happen more. There you go. Hey, hey what's the hat? Yeah, but it's because it's old school. I mean, it's right. Just for the record. Just <laughs> for the you. record. I, but I think this is okay. <laughs> but when, L- Lunchbox, what's the hat? Man, there's been something bothering me for over a week now. Last weekend when my wife and I were at the airport in Florida, the guy, Jeremy, working the little ticket counter, he kept calling my wife, Sunshine. Oh, sunshine, let me get your bag. Oh, sunshine, here's your boarding pass. Oh, sunshine, this. And for a week now, I'm sitting here going, was that dude hitting on my wife? Like, why did he keep calling her? Sunshine. Oh, sunshine, you have a great day. Sunshine, come back and see us. And I'm like, why is this dude calling my wife sunshine? If you thought he was hitting on your wife, why didn't you say something? If, Because I don't think he is. He's probably just a guy that uses that word. But why, if you, again, felt threatened or he was being disrespectful to you by hitting on your wife, why didn't you jump in and say something? Well, because I know she's going home with me, but I'm like, dang, dude. He, like, why? So you're okay with any guy saying anything to your wife in front of you as long as you know she's going home with I mean, you. she's coming home. I mean, she's not digging their chili, right? Right, right. So you're okay with it? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you can tell yeah. her she's hot. That's why? cool because, like, she's mine, so uh. what's the big deal? But I just felt it was weird. Sunshine. Oh, sunshine. What did he call you? Nothing. He even addressed me. Uh-oh. He's like, here you go, sir. <laughs> what would you like to have been called? I don't know. Honey I, Bunch? I, no, 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 not from him. Bright Moon? No, no. but it was just weird. And so then when we walked away, I said, how you feeling today, sunshine? And my wife goes, knock it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we think he was hitting on her? No. No, it's just something he says. Okay. Uh, what's the haps? Hey, what's the haps? I'm going to put Tressa on real quick because I was going to talk about this anyway. Hey, Tressa. You're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, how are y'all? Doing pretty good. 
Well, I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and um, I actually was there on Saturday, and I went in super early, so I didn't miss you. Um, could not wait. When you announced on April 1st or April 2nd, I guess, that you were going to be there, that, I mean, I was so excited that you were going to be there. Um, but um, it was so awesome. You were just absolutely incredible. And being somebody that's from Arkansas, I'm from a very, very, very small town in Arkansas, just like you are. Um, it just it just made it so much more fun to get to just kind of relate with you on that small town level. Um, but the one thing that was just to me was just the best part of the entire night. It wasn't Garth. It wasn't Trisha. It wasn't anything like that. It was you coming off the stage and your wife with her arms up in the air, greeting you and being so proud of you. It was not rehearsed. It wasn't anything. It was the most genuine thing. You coming off of that stage and her having her arms out and just wrapping around you was so, I mean, she was so proud of you. And you could just see how much love that you guys have for each other. And just sitting on that side and seeing that was was honestly the best part of the night for us. Well, thank you. She was extremely supportive, even wearing... Uh, red cowboy boots for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's an Oklahoma girl. She's a big Sooner. She said <laughs> that, because I went out and we called the hogs, which is the thing we do in Arkansas. And she said, you know what? For the first time in my life, I called the hogs too. And I said, oh, being supportive. She goes, no, I just don't want somebody to get me on video not doing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but she did it and is awesome. And, you know, she just lugged around with me all day the day before, you know, on the athletic center, just, just A plus supportive. And so I'm going to, as a, gift and a thank you back to her. We're going to do something this weekend. Pretty cool. But we're going to perform at Oklahoma Stadium and she's going to perform and I'm going to wait for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you give her a big hug yes. when she gets off. She's extremely yeah. supportive and there's a whole message about that on my Instagram if you guys want to go see it. Mr. Bobby Bones. All right. That's What's the Haps. Hey. 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 What's the Haps? All right. Thank you. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Columbia. A 39-year-old drug lord is wanted in over 200 countries, been on the run for years. He's hanging out with a model. They kiss. She snaps a picture. Oh, no, it. no, no. She posted it and he got caught. She posted it to Facebook. No, no, uh Amy, no. And that's how they caught him. That's wow. crazy. Amy feels bad for the drug lord. <laughs> oh, no. Poor guy can't run his drugs through the tunnel anymore. <laughs> it's crazy he got away with so much. And she did... A woman took him down. <laughs> of course. Your people too. <laughs> yeah, but she was just I have trying- no sympathy or empathy or anything for a no. drug lord. I'm I joking. I don't. Yes. So, but he did not tell her the rule. I think she just wasn't even thinking and he didn't know about it. And boom, next <laughs> thing you know, the agents are busting down the door. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's go over and get in the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, number three. Number three. A kidney recipient got to meet the live donor three years after she gave her kidney to her. Well, it took three years to meet her. Here is the moment that Lisa Thompson met Carrie Tanner, the woman who donated her kidney and saved Lisa's life. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my. I can't believe it's you. Long journey to get here. She got her kidney in her body. That's crazy. Love it. And then she's alive. That's awesome. Let's go. Number two. A 12-year-old kid who was born with spina bifida just became the youngest person to land a backflip in a wheelchair. That is right. A backflip in a wheelchair. The video is great because of how pumped he is after he does it. Here's a clip of his successful attempt and him celebrating by yelling, Yeah! (laughs) 
That's crazy. That's cool. That's I, can, awesome. I can't do that. I mean, I can never do that <laughs> no way. now. And let's go to number one. Number one. A bunch of second graders in Virginia recently helped to get dogs adopted by drawing pictures of them, and they hung the pictures up outside the kennels. So the kids, and they're second grade drawings, obviously, but it drew the people like, that's funny. Let's look at the dog. And then they said, like, hi, my name's Cody. Please be my owner. You. It's awesome. Precious. So people adopted the dogs. That is great. That is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. Thank you guys for being with us today. If you want to hear more about our weekend, the Garth Brooks Show, uh, you can listen to the post show today where we will talk about it at length, in depth, ad nauseum for sure. So check that out. We do a whole show after this show and it goes up on the podcast feed. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow on the show. Goodbye, everybody. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.